Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. And for today's show, it's going to be slightly different. It's only going to be a Prediction Friday style type show. Yes, there is no show tomorrow. I got too many obligations. And I don't think I'll have enough time to give you guys my opinions or even straight up analysis. At least be clear of mind to do that tomorrow. So... And I want to give you guys the best shows possible. So this is probably the only exception outside of a family trip I'm going to take in a couple weeks to Chicago. So for today, this is a Prediction Friday show. In fact, it will be titled Prediction Thursday. With that said, the only commentary I'm going to give you is the headline from yesterday. And that is Aaron Judge tying Roger Maris for the American League record in home runs with 61. Now, for all you baseball purists out there, yes, what Aaron Judge did could be the clean record, but to be honest, the record is 73. I know what Barry did isn't fair, it wasn't clean, but you can't get rid of the memories. I'm sorry. Now, if you want to put an asterisk next to the 73, or you want to put a little note in there, post-PEDs, which they started testing for those in 2003, if you want to do that, then fine. But the record is really 73. And what Aaron Judge did is phenomenal, and he does deserve his applause, and I hope he gets 62 this weekend. You know, which Orioles, Yankees, that will be on the games list heading in he, later on in the show. But my only commentary is congratulations. 61 or 62, whatever it's going to be in these final seven games is the American League record. And it's going to be that way. Whether baseball peers like myself, and believe me, I am a baseball purist. The only thing I don't agree, the only thing I probably deviate from the purists is the DH, because honestly, that is the new evolution of baseball, and I like that a lot better. But as far as the record is concerned, it is the American League record. I understand people who want to consider that to be the clean record. Roger Maris Jr., Roger Maris Sr.'s son, said, yeah, Aaron Judge should be the single-season home run champ. And that should be the record. But unfortunately, you can't get rid of 20-plus years of memories. And whether we try to put an asterisk or not, that number's still there. It's not like a multiple-choice test where you can come back and fix your answer. It, you can't get rid of that number. You can't get rid of 73. You can try. But it won't. As much as I love it, you know, he did it for my team and everything. 73 is still the record. If you want to put a little note next to 73, then that's fine. Or next to 61, 61 or 62 or whatever Aaron Judge does in these final seven games, then go ahead and do that. But that won't happen anytime soon. Because Major League Baseball doesn't want to mess with the numbers. No matter how much the media want to bitch about it, 
they're going to kind of bail. With that said, that's my thoughts on last night. Again, congratulations to Aaron Judge. His chase for the Triple Crown, however, which is actually more interesting really than the home run chase. The home run chase is what brings people who don't watch this sport in. But the Triple Crown race is actually pretty interesting. He leads Luis Arise by decimal points. Like, very, very, very tiny. But that right now, that's a seven-game thing. And if Aaron Judge does break the record this weekend, I think Aaron Boone smartly should give Aaron Judge the day off. I mean, he practically gave half the roster the day off yesterday, and they won 8-3. to three. So that's... That's my thoughts on last night. Again, congratulations to Aaron Judge. Another reason he should be MVP. And that's pretty much it there. As far as the games for today, let's get into the playoff update before I do any of that. Uh, the Rays are ahead of the Guardians 1-0. That game, if the Rays win, due to Tampa Bay, uh, due to Baltimore's loss, Baltimore lost 5-3. Where was it? Yeah, they lost 5-3 to three today. So that means the Blue Jays are in the playoffs for the first time since the pandemic year of 2020. If the Rays win tonight, they will clinch a spot because now their magic number is down to 1. And right now they're leading 1-0. So that's game number 2. So game number 1 is Rays-Guardians. Game number 2, Dodgers-Padres. Mainly for the Padres to gain at least trim their magic number down. So that's game number two. Let's see. Rays Guardians, game number one. Game number two, Dodgers Padres. Game number three, Rangers Mariners. And game number four will be... Oh, wait, there is nothing. Oh, and the Cubs beat the Phillies. So now we have a dead tie in the National League wildcard for that third spot. Let me double check very quickly. Yeah, we have a dead... Oh, wait, that's the American League. Yeah, we have a dead tie now between Milwaukee and Philadelphia. Uh, the Phillies do own the head-to-head tiebreaker, however. So, right now, Philly holds on to that third spot in the National League wildcard race. But as far as the games go, again, here are the games to watch tonight. And the playoff implications. Rays, Guardians, game number one. Dodgers, Padres, game number two. And Rangers, Mariners, game number three. And again, if the Rays win tonight, they will be the second American League team to clinch a playoff berth today. And if Seattle wins, they'll get their magic number down to one. So that's the... Those are the game picks for today. Again, very small list. So let's go ahead while I'm on the talk of Major League Baseball. Let's go ahead and get you guys the weekend picks. Since there is no show tomorrow, let me give you the weekend picks. Uh, Orioles-Yankees, of course, game number one for tomorrow and the rest of the weekend. The chase for Aaron Judge to get 62. Reason number one. And... Triple Crown Watch, reason number two. So, Orioles-Yankees, 
game number one. Game number two for the weekend is the doo -doo, the Mets and the Braves. That will determine the AL East. If the Mets win one of the remaining three, they clinch the tiebreaker, which right now their magic number to clinch the NL East is at six. But if they win the game, if they win one of the three, they clinch the tiebreaker, which would put that magic number at five at the moment. But there is, so we got Yankees, Orioles game number one. We got Mets, Braves game number two. Blue Jays, Red, or not Blue Jays, Red Sox. Let's go Rays, Astros game number three. Game number four, Brewers, Marlins game number five. Uh, are the Phillies playing? Yes, they are. Phillies, Nationals, either game in that doubleheader on Friday. And the whole weekend in general, Phillies and the Brewers battling it out for that final spot in the National League wildcard. And let's see. Yankees, Orioles, Phillies, Nationals, Blue Jays, Red Sox, that's three. Mets, Braves, four. Astros, Rays, Astros, that's five. And Marlins and Brewers, that's game numbers, game and series number six. So there's your six-pack for the weekend. Again, your six games, just to reiterate one more time, or six series to watch for this weekend. Orioles, Yankees, Phillies, Nationals, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Mets, Braves, Rays, Astros, and the Brewers and the Marlins. Those are your games to watch for this weekend as well. Now, if the Rays, of course, if they hold on tonight, then they clinch a playoff berth, and at that point, it just becomes a seeding match, and there's just no need for that, or at least to follow religiously. With that said, I know I keep repeating that, but we gotta jump into these predictions because I gotta see where I'm at. Okay, I'm at 10 minutes. All right, so we gotta. I gotta jump right through these. Let's go ahead and do college football first. I'll do NASCAR, and then I'll wrap it up with the NFL. Or actually, I'll do NASCAR first. Uh, NASCAR makes their second stop in the round of 12 this weekend at Talladega, the ultimate wildcard track in the playoffs. I know people want to make the Roval the wildcard of that round, but. Let's be honest, the Roval, I've said it for years and I'm going to keep saying it, the Roval is not a road course. It doesn't count. That's just a track where you ride around in the oval and then, hey, let's run in the infield. But as far as this weekend goes, does the trend of non-playoff drivers continue at Talladega? I've been picking playoff drivers this whole playoff stretch right now from round one into Texas, which started round two. Uh, no. I do think a playoff driver will not win. I know I confused you, but let me reiterate again. A playoff driver will not win this weekend. I'm going to go with the guy who has done this a lot. Looks to get, where are we now, 18 different winners, 19 different winners? I think it's if it's 18, then it's going to be Brad Keselowski. I do think after Chris Busch's win at Bristol, RFK has figured out how to improve their cars. And plus, 
when you're at Talladega or Daytona or any of these super speedways, um, a lot can change. The what you know, everything can flip on a dime. So I'm gonna go with Brad Keselowski, and if you want a backup driver, go with go with Ricky Stenhouse. So in my opinion, no playoff driver is gonna win again. So that means everybody's gonna have to point their way through again. And I'll go with Brad Keselowski to win at Talladega this weekend. So with that, I got to do this quickly. Let's go into the college football stiff. Yeah, let's go into... Oh, and one more news update while my phone is loading. Uh, the Chiefs and Bucks will be playing on Sunday night in Tampa as scheduled. So... For all those people that dealt with the hurricane or have dealt with Hurricane Ian in the Tampa, Fort Myers area, southwest Florida, um, prayers go out to you guys. Stay safe, all that good stuff. And now all those, and now the hurricane's pushing the other way to the other side of Florida. So for all those people, be safe. And if you're stuck, just hunker down and hope for the best. But and hopefully you stay safe. But anyway, let's go ahead and do college football, and then I'll give you guys the picks for today and Sunday. So let's go ahead, go for the picks for this weekend. There are there is a college football game. Well, two on today. We got South Carolina State, South Carolina. Uh, two, two, two. Are they even gonna play that? Oh, moved from October 1st. So they backed it up because of the hurricane. Okay. Uh, I'll go with the... I'll go with the Gamecocks to win that one. And I'll go with BYU over Utah State tonight. So I got BYU and South Carolina winning today. Uh, in the Friday games, I have Tulane beating Houston. Middle Tennessee State beating UTSA. San Diego State over Boise State, a big matchup in at the Rose Bowl Friday night. Washington, UCLA, I'm going to go with the upset. Washington is the road favorite at minus 2.5. I think this is a big, big matchup for the Bruins to at least show that they are at least somewhat a contender. If they're not going to reach USC's level, I mean, I haven't watched a USC or UCLA game yet this year, so I don't know exactly how they've looked. But at 4-0, there's, there's something to be desired. This is the first true test for the Bruins. Thankfully, they're at home, so I'm going to go with the Bruins as road underdogs, or not road underdogs, home underdogs. So I'll go UCLA over Washington, and I'll go UNLV over New Mexico. So again, the winners for Friday are Houston, Middle Tennessee State, San Diego State, UCLA, and Houston. So those are your winners for Friday, or for tomorrow, rather. And then you got all Saturday games here. We're going to go through the morning window very quickly. Michigan over Iowa, Kentucky over Ole Miss. Oklahoma over TCU, Minnesota over Purdue, Kansas State over Texas Tech. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Still at the 9 a.m. window. Utah over Oregon State into the 11 o'clock window now. 
or into the 12:30 window now because none of the 11 o'clock games amuse me. Alabama over Arkansas, Ohio State over Rutgers, Baylor over Oklahoma State in a rematch of the Pac Big 12 title game. Penn State over Northwestern, Florida State over Wake Forest, although I would not be surprised if Florida State uh, if Wake Forest could go into Tallahassee and pull off the upset. Uh, so watch the upset alert there. I'm going to go with Iowa State over Kansas. Sorry, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, but you are a basketball school for a reason. Eventually, this little Cinderella Forno start, which you haven't had since 2009, will come to an end. I've got K Iowa State over Kansas. Uh, t -t 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 we are now still in the 1230 window. But let's get to the 2 o'clock window. Syracuse 4-0. I'll go with the orange there. Washington State over Cal. I'll go with Auburn. You know what? I'll go LSU over Auburn. That game on ESPN at 4 o'clock. So we're in the 4 o'clock window. We're in the good window. Georgia over Missouri. Clemson over the NC Clemson over NC State. Uh, West Virginia over Texas. Arizona over Colorado. USC over Arizona State. And Oregon over Stanford. So that's the Pac-12 after dark and all those after dark games. So we're at the 5 o'clock window. So in the 6.30 window, I got Arizona over Colorado. Uh, at the 7.30 window, 7.30, 8 o'clock window, I got USC over Arizona State and Oregon over Stanford. So those are your winners in college football for this week. Where are we at? Week 5. So we're there. College football fans, you know the drill. I will be there for you guys on College Football Tuesday. And... I'll see you guys then. But those are all your picks as far as college football is concerned. Let's go ahead, jump into the NFL. Let's see how much time I have left. All right, cool. I've got at least 18 minutes left and a full battery. So as long as this doesn't die on me, then we're good. For tonight's game, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Look, I just think they're the better team right now. Do I think Tua's better than Joe Burrow? I think they're equal. They're, no one's better there, but Tua, at least in these last two weeks, has turned me back into the believer I was after he got drafted. So, at least I'm back on the Tua train and as far as this weekend, as far as this game goes, I'm going with Miami on the road. It might be hard for them to do, but I'm going to go with them on the road. They have already done it once this year against Baltimore. So that's my pick for tonight. I've got Miami over Cincinnati. For the rest of the weekend, I have Minnesota over New Orleans in London. I have the Browns over the Falcons I have the Cowboys. I'm not buying into Cooper Rush. I just think Washington's that bad. Washington's worse than what the Cowboys showed on Monday night. And it's just... Mm. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys over Washington. I've got the Lions over the Seahawks. The Titans over the Colts. I know the Colts beat the Chiefs. But it took a late drive to do it. And it took a lot of Chiefs' mistakes. And in order for that to change... I still don't buy into the Colts right now. So I'm going with the Titans. I think the Titans have turned the corner. I think they've figured out how to 
adjust without Taylor Lewan. So I'm going to go the Titans there. In the ugly mess, this is the weirdest pick I've ever made. But I'm going to go with the Giants over the Bears. <laughs> because I just don't buy. I don't buy either of these quarterbacks. Especially what I saw on Monday night with Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. Uh, sir? Uh, will the real Daniel Jones please stand up? Will the real Justin Fields please stand up? Will any of these guys do it? I just don't think it'll be enough. I got the Giants over the Bears. I've got the Eagles over the Jaguars. Yes, the Eagles are for real. If they win this game, then yes, they are the team to beat in the NFC right now. Uh, Steelers over the Jets. The Bills looking to bounce back. They'll beat the Ravens despite their injuries in the secondary. The Chargers over the Texans. The Cardinals over the Panthers. The Packers over the Patriots. The Raiders over the Broncos. Look, I know the Raiders are the only winless team in the NFL. But eventually they got to get this right, right? They've got all the talent. All of it. And Denver is still trying to figure out what they are as an identity right now. I just think Nathaniel Hackett will be too stubborn to let Russ cook. And since he hasn't really done that, Denver's offense, especially after what I saw Sunday night, just looks bad. So I'm gonna go with the worst of. I'm gonna go with the better of two evils. I will take Derek Carr right now, right now. Now you know I don't have a whole lot to go off of to be proud of the Raider pick, but you gotta make some risks at some point, especially in these pick'em contests. And for the Sunday nighter, I've got the Bucks over the Chiefs, and it's funny now because I'm looking at the pigskin pick'em contest right now. Everybody, or at least 72% of the people that are playing in this contest are all on the Chiefs. Chiefs fans, do you remember Super Bowl 55? Because I sure do. It's in the banner right here. Do you remember what you did? You only got nine points. You know what's funny? You know how many points the Bucks defense has given up in three games so far this season? Go ahead, count that up. 27 points. 20, let me reiterate again. 27 points. That is an average of nine points a game. Pretty ironic. Um, where do you think at all that your offense will do anything against the defense when quite frankly it is because of our defense that now everybody knows how to beat the Chiefs. They just got to know how to execute and that's kind of where the Chiefs are still going to be the best team in the AFC West. But that's another story for another day. But as far as the Bucks go, you know, Godwin back at a limited capacity. Julio Jones at a limited capacity. Mike Evans is back from his suspension. They're bringing some of the weapons back. Donovan Smith back at a limited capacity. So, you know, I get it. They may not play a whole lot. They're going to probably be on a play count. You know, how many plays are you going to get into the game? You know, I haven't checked the injury report yet on the Bucks side of it. But 
especially with what's going on with West Florida, Southwest Florida, all week long with the hurricane. I do think it's a galvanizing thing, too, on top of everybody's healthy, and you have the second or third best defense in the league. I'm going to go with the Bucks, and if I had to go with the score right now, it's the same score as last week with Green Bay and Tampa. I'm going to go, except a little bit higher, uh, 17-14 Bucks over the Chiefs. So with the time I have left, here's the rapid fire for all the picks in the NFL. Today, I've got the Dolphins over the Bengals. For Sunday, I have the Vikings over the Saints. The Browns over the Falcons. The Cowboys over the Commanders. The Lions over the Seahawks. The Titans over the Colts. The Giants over the Bears. The Eagles over the Jaguars. The Steelers over the Jets. The Bills over the Ravens. The Chargers over the Texans. The Cardinals over the Panthers. The Packers over the Patriots. The Raiders over the Broncos. And my Bucks over the Chiefs. It will not be 31-9. Let's put it that way. It won't be. But again, 17-14 will be the final score for Sunday night. It'll be another dud. I, I'm sorry for all the people who aren't fans of either team, but it's probably going to be another Sunday night dud unless Tampa's offense can get clicking and both offenses are finally click. Because, you know, with what the time I have left, yeah, I got to end this now. I think it's 25. Yeah, I got to end this now. So those are the picks. Thank you guys for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys Monday. Remember, no show tomorrow. So peace out. I'll see you guys Monday. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean, Spotify, Apple, if you know the trick, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud, or anywhere else you can get this podcast. For the video portions, go on to rumble.com, search for the username ADGERKE, that is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E, again that's A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos, click subscribe and you'll have all 420 episodes. Please like and comment these videos so that way the show can get moved up on the algorithm. And if you want to follow this show's social media pages, please go on the Facebook page, The Austin's Audit Podcast. Give it a like. Give it a follow. You can also follow me on Instagram at AustiSpamanti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Or you can search for the show's hashtag, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. And if you want post-episode interaction, you can also follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. On Twitter. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post episode interaction. Under the gun. Thank you guys for listening and watching. Have a great weekend. Peace out. And I'll see you guys Monday.